You're listening to Quantum Childhood, a Tales from the Loop actual play podcast presented by Geek at Arms. My name is Brian, I'll be the Game Master. Let's introduce our players. My character's name is Billy Jacobs. He's a 14-year-old troublemaker. And uh, my name is James. I'm John. I play Joe Mar Smith. I'm the rocker kid, about 14 years old. Uh, I am Jacob, and I play Cody the Hick. This is episode four of the four seasons of Mad Science, Grown-Up Attraction, part one. Tell us a little bit about Billy. Billy is a 13-year-old boy. He would just think of himself as Billy, but there are others that would look at him as a troublemaker. How's he spend his free time? Wandering about parts of the city. He doesn't want to go home because usually there's no one there because both of his parents work crazy hours to make ends meet. So if he's not wandering about looking for just something to occupy his mind, uh, sometimes it's a bit of a bit of trouble. Uh, he can be out, hanging out at a local hunting fishing store sometimes where the owner will let him do an odd job or two to, to earn some cash. All right. Uh, Joe Mar, tell Billy a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, hi, Billy. This is Joe Mar. Um, I'm 14. Um, one of the older members of the group, but yet um, not, you know, a, a, an overlord, so to speak. Uh, come from a, a good home, um, stable home. Parents, you know, they work, but they get to work normal hours. Um, you know, dad brings home the bacon and mom cooks. It's kind of a kind of traditional type family. Um, it's a lot of trust between us, um, but they know that I'm, you know, teenager looking for all kinds of cool things. Uh, one of these days I'm going to be a, a great rock star and play the arenas of the world. And um, I kind of tend to look out for the uh, the underdog, uh, you know, kind of step and stand in the gap and, and uh, kind of a, a caretaker, so to speak, or a, a protector of sorts. And uh, kind of a, a stocky fellow, not, not a bodybuilder, but big enough to uh, kind of uh, take care of things if I need to. Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Cody uh, is one of the younger kids. I need to actually check my actual age, which is a, a question I have now, I guess, is how old is <laughs> Billy compared to everybody else? Because Cody is only 12. He's a recent, recent-ish transplant to the area, grew up in Texas, um, but his dad was an accountant from the city with kind of big city dreams, so he eventually convinced my mom to move out to the Loop facility where he had gotten a job offer. So we're, we're newish in town. I really have this dream of becoming a sheriff someday. Who was it? We said I was wanted to be like last week, like TJ <laughs> Hooker. TJ Hooker. Hooker's my, my icon for how I want to run my, uh, run my career kind of. And I also like, I really like competition, but I'm not allowed to do competitive sports at the moment, because my dad and I kind of had a, a little bit of friction around that just before we moved. And yeah, I'm just, as of now, I'm kind of dealing with the kind of insane uh, scenario that led to losing a couple of our friends. Um, and I'm like coming to grips with that 
Right. So with that in mind, I'll bring James up to speed with what happened last week. You're not really sure exactly what went on, but there was suddenly a lot of like military police crawling all over town. Really cramped your style for whatever it was you were trying to do that night. By the end of the night, two families just kind of disappeared, specifically the Keats, single father and his son. The father was arrested. Nobody knows what happened to the kid. And the Watts, a single mother and uh, daughter, also vanished at the same time, although nobody is quite certain what happened to them. Rumor has it they were also arrested. Now, how do you guys know each other? Chances uh, well, are that Jomar and Billy have crossed paths at one time or another because they've both been in town for a while. Yeah, and can I ask a couple questions of Billy? Go right ahead. Absolutely. First of all, how old is Billy? Uh, 13. Okay. And secondly, you said you hang out at the hunting and fishing store. Are you actually into hunting and fishing or is it just kind of a thing that you do because it's there? It's a thing I do because the owner is nice to me. Uh, okay. Hunting and fishing is okay. And I like knives. Not in like the <laughs> weird, crazy, I like to cut things, but I think that they're handy to have. All right. All right. So, you know, looking at, and I'm kind of speaking into Billy's life here from my perspective, I've crossed paths with Billy. We've, we've had kind of that, can I trust you kind of connection? Uh, it's been cordial. I, I've wanted to, you know, get to know Billy. I think that we could be good friends. It seems like he could use a friend, but I don't want him to feel like he's a charity case. So I've just kind of kept a little, you know, not, not getting in there, but just trying to be cordial, kind of trying to build the trust little by little and hoping that, you know, one day we could, you know, be the friends that, that I think we can be. Cody has probably been around that uh, hunting and fishing shop a few times. He's an outdoorsman. Yeah. So, Billy, what do you? Uh, what's been your opinion of Cody when you've encountered him? Seems to be all right. You know. All right. Good enough. Let's uh, get started then. It's been a few weeks since uh, the kerfuffle with all those military police and whatever was stolen from the loop. Nobody's really certain what happened, but it's all died down by now. Of course, Jomar is probably missing Enzo quite a bit since they were uh, getting pretty close as a result of Enzo staying at his house so much. But there's not much you can do about that because he's in another dimension now. The uh, weather is cooling off now. It's early October. It's finally starting to get to the point where it's actually pleasant to be outside during the day. And a lot of families are spending spending time out of doors, heading over to the lake for the day on the, on the weekends, spending some time grilling outdoors in the evenings. School is doing okay. See, Joe Mar, you're 14. Mm -hmm. So are you still an eighth grader or are you thinking you're in ninth grade? Uh, because I just turned 14 uh, a few months ago, I'm going to say I'm still in eighth grade. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll be one of the elder because of my birthday being so late. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't get the privilege of going out and practicing with the marching band at the high school. The, the middle school that you guys go to has the ninth grade included, but at the beginning of band class, all the ninth graders get bussed over to the high school so that they can be in the marching band. 
So that leaves you as, you know, the eldest in the the band room at that time. And when the the kids get uh, taken over to the high school, the main band director goes with them because he's actually the band director for both schools. And he leaves behind his teacher's assistant, who is a young and very cute college student name of Tammy, uh, who teaches the band class in his absence. And she's a overly excitable, perky. Everybody likes her a lot. Most of the boys in the band have a crush on her, of course. And today you guys are practicing Glenn Miller's In the Mood. Nice. But because you are a middle school band, you play it so badly. You mentioned you're a, a brass player. Which which instrument do you play? So I play the baritone. The baritone. All right. So you're uh, sitting up in the back toward the left. Um, mm-hmm. Got a bass drummer pounding in your ear. And uh, Tammy's up there waving her baton. And you know music. And in your opinion, what you're hearing right now is not music. Mm-hmm. So when the jazzy monstrosity crumbles to a halt. One of the trombone players leans over and says, uh, that, that wasn't, wasn't so good. Was it? Yeah. Um, it, well, it, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Um, we, we went a little bit sharp there on, you know, on that first line. And then, and then I, I think the intonation kind of helped us a little bit. We balanced out a little bit, but, we gotta we gotta remember to to kind of listen to each other because I, I felt like we we rushed a little bit there at that last section to I mean maybe we were ready to get the song over but you know we gotta you know keep the keep the tempo and and just kind of watch our our intonation and and I I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get this I think we're close to getting it um, we just we just really kind of gotta listen to each other and 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 I I think we'll do we'll do okay yeah. Um... So, so if we learn this really good, um, do you, do you think when we, when we play it at the concert, um, that, that, well, I just kind of don't want to em- em- embarrass myself in, in front of Miss Ashlyn. I, I really want to play it good, but I'm afraid that, that we're, we're really bad. Yeah. I, 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 I know how you feel. I know how you feel. Um, you know, um, are you able to, to, um, are you able to work a little bit uh, at home on this? You know, maybe the sections that are giving you more trouble than others. Do you do you feel like you have the time to to maybe you know play a little bit at home and then maybe bring it back in and between classes or something? Maybe we can we can meet and and maybe get a few of us together and kind of go over some sections or something. What do you think about hey, that? Hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Every time I try to play at home, my dad just tells me to knock off all that noise. Oh yeah. I, I, re- I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's, I don't know if it's just a movie, music appreciation thing or what, but yeah. Yeah. I feel you. And about that point, Miss Ashlyn uh, taps the podium with her baton and gets everything moving again. Meanwhile, over in history class, let's see, uh, Cody's only 12. So he's probably still, a sixth grader at this point. What about Billy? Is he uh, sixth or seventh grade? Um, he, at thirteen, um, he should be. He's in seventh grade. In that case, I will change what I was about to say. 
This would have worked better if we had Kevin here. <laughs> or so, would, uh, would you like him to be in sixth grade? Nah, it's 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 all good. All right. Uh, because I could easily see someone like him being held back. <laughs> Let's say that uh, it's lunchtime, and Cody, being the uh, relative new kid, he's being hassled by by some older seventh graders and maybe an eighth grader uh, who think that because he's such a big guy, but he isn't in uh, football or anything, that he must be a wimp. <laughs> So one of them comes up behind as you're uh, you're carrying your tray and shoulder checks you a little bit, almost makes you knock over your food. Says, uh, "Out the way, shrimp." I think I, I'm going to glare at him and shoulder check him back. All right. By the way, Billy is also in this scene, so he's he's observing what's happening. <laughs> okay. If you want to respond at all, okay. Uh, so you you nudge him back, and uh, he's not got a great grip on his tray and he drops it on the floor and says oh man you just made a mistake and he gives you a a hard shove on the shoulder do i still have my tray yes um unless you want to drop it no i i'd rather have the tray because i'm i've tried what do we got in our school lunches what's the the grossest thing on the plate Uh oh Oh well you've got some of that end of the week twice baked gray stuff yes. and nobody is quite yes. certain stuff. what it is cool <laughs> so, supposed to be shepherd's pie right cool so you I, don't know I, why it's gray i pick up a piece of that and i offer it to him and i say oh i'm i'm sorry here why don't you why don't you take this oh. as a token of my apology <laughs> all right well being offered the casserole of disgust uh he takes that quite rightly as an insult and having no tray and having both hands free, he gives a good uh, step forward and just shoves you both shoulders. And unfortunately one of his friends is standing behind you and sticks a leg out and you go sprawling on the ground and your lunch is now all over your chest. Seeing now that it's no longer one-on-one, but two-on-one, the one that shoved him or that stuck his leg out I'm going to walk over like I'm going to take my trade to uh, to be washed up and uh, with, with a good portion of the gray stuff because, yeah, <laughs> bi- yeah, B- Billy knows that, you know, whatever. The, if I had been there in the morning, they would have called it eggs. But <laughs> but no one no one wants this. No one at all. And as I walk over, I also pretend to trip and I dump the entire contents of my tray on the dude who shoved his leg out and tripped Cody and said, Oh, sorry. It's awfully slippery out, slippery out here, man. People are just tripping everywhere. All right. I say that this is uh, certainly a trouble scenario. One way or another, you guys are going to uh, be in an altercation and it depends on whether you want it to be verbal or physical, but pick a skill that you want to try and use to resolve this situation. Cody, you're the uh, one who's been being picked on, so I'll give you priority. Okay, I'm still a little bit I'm confused about what's going on because I don't I don't know Billy that well. But taking advantage of the little bit more distraction, if I'm on the ground and there's a guy who just tripped me, I want to use uh, force if I can to go for his leg and try to bring him down to the ground too, so that we're 
slightly more even odds. Okay, what about Billy? Uh, Billy's going to use body as well, but he's going to use move. Seeing that uh, Cody is about to try to straight out trip this dude, I'm going to get out of his way and make it easier for him. All right, so you're disengaging a little bit. Uh, don't don't play this as a you're not going to be rolling more than once. So if you're intending to I'm, fight, fight, I'm going to distract. I'm going to distract okay. dude who's on his feet. So his eyes are on me. So each of you make your roll. All right. That's one success. Okay. So you did, you did roll force there. Yes, I did. Okay. One. Oh, and uh, we need to define your pride. The thing that sets you, you think sets you apart from other people. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. Like, do you need it right now? Uh, no, because I wouldn't recommend you use it right away, Okay, but uh, it will come into play later because it's got a mechanical effect. Fair. All right. You can, you can take some time to more time to think about it, but we'll want it probably at least by the halfway point. Okay. Cody successfully uh, trips the other guy, manages to get to his feet. And this immediately starts a, a nice scuffle. Turns out there's four of these guys and uh, just the two of you. And although you're outnumbered, bring it on. <laughs> Cody turns out to be fierce. Billy is uh, a little less committed to the to the thing. So, since you didn't get any successes, you're going to take a condition. You may choose which one from the conditions list on your character sheet. And angry should be upset. One of these days, I'll subscribe and fix that i'm gonna say angry okay so upset <laughs> upset also includes angry i suppose it, it, there's the upset isn't on my character sheet so i clicked angry yeah i know uh the character sheet is wrong okay fair enough <laughs> it was, was what i was saying oh yeah i looked on the one i printed uh, out actually and upset is on there so so i'm ups i'm i'm yeah. angry upset <laughs> i'm upset so uh <laughs> Narrate this out a little bit for me. Uh, we'll start with uh, Billy this time. What happens? You kind of lose this fight, so. Like, do we just get, like, is there just a few moments of us just getting, you know, punched on by four dudes? Well, you can uh, uh, narrate it however you like, as long as you wind up not being on top at the end. And, of course, everybody else in the lunchroom is taking notice, gathering around, shouting, fight, fight, fight. Even though he's taking more, way more shots than he's giving, uh, Billy just looks them all dead in the eyes. Is that all you got? Is that all you got, Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> what about Cody? Uh, so I succeed in bringing this guy down, I think, with one success, mm -hmm. right? So I pull the, pull the guy whose leg I tripped over to the ground, quickly stand up, and uh, as Billy begins to engage the these other people, I, I move so that my back is to a wall and I am kind of trying to stare down the guy who re originally started the fight while also keeping my eye on the guy on the ground. And I say, you might want to think about stopping before I have to put an end to this. All right. And so I have my fists up now. <laughs> he takes a shot at you. You manage to uh, duck out of the way and he hits the wall and, uh, you think you hear something crack a little bit when he does. He falls back, holding his hand and uh, howling. At about this time, the teachers get involved and pull everybody apart. Naturally, Billy gets blamed for all of it. Oh. <laughs> so then, 
from here, let's uh, move forward. Billy's gone home with a note for his parents to sign, but they're not home, so that's not a problem so far. So, uh, Brian, I did want to ask you, so while the two of my cohort, so to speak, were in the lunchroom, was, was I in class and I'll get lunch either before or after them? So I was not okay. Okay, so I I'm being sent home with a note. Yep. Now is it the type of note that just my parents need to see or they have to sign? They have to sign and send it back to acknowledge that uh you're receiving detention for fighting. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Cody managed to uh to get off light. They didn't send him home with a note. So you get back home and uh We'll say your your dad's already at home. That's uh, a shock. For some reason. <laughs> I should make mention to everyone, just as a side note, a uh, character note. Uh, my mom uh, works as a nurse in different places uh, where she can. My dad, the reason that he's we're, we're hard up on money is because he got laid off from the loop. Won't talk about it. Don't know uh, why it happened. But he, now he's just taking jobs where he can. Oh, yeah, your mom's a nurse, so she actually probably knew Mogu's mom, Mrs. Watts. Not that that's terribly uh, relevant since Mogu's not in the game right now. In any case, Cody's uh, dad's at home, and he looks worried. Uh, he <laughs> says, uh, son, have you see, seen your mama today? Dad, I just got home from school. Yeah, I mean, like like this morning. Did you did you see her before you went to school? Uh, you did not. I, hmm. I thought I did, but now that I now that I think about it, I guess I didn't hear her this morning, like I usually do as I'm leaving. Oh, now that's a, a strange thing because, you know, she she uh, never came to bed last night, and you know I haven't I haven't seen her all day. I, I tried to give her a call, and she didn't she didn't pick up the phone. So I came home early to see if I could find out what where she was, what what she's doing. Oh. I just haven't seen hide nor hair ever. Huh. Yeah, I don't know, Dad. She she didn't she didn't come to school. That's kind of scary, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's it's not like her not to leave a note at least. I mean, I I, I try not to to get in her way. She she likes she's a free spirit and all, but you usually she lets me know what she's doing. Tell you what, I'm going to go talk to the neighbors, see if anybody's seen anything, uh, if she's visit visiting one of them. Why don't Why don't you stick around here? You know, just holler if she comes home. I'll I'll be down the block probably. All right. Okay. I will. Do you want to do any nosing around or anything? Um. Yeah. What's the What's the nosing nosing away? Because maybe I'll go and check and see if any of her stuff's missing. That'll um, probably be investigate. Which I am not good at, but let's see. I'll, I'll give it a cursory glance, I guess. Oh, that's nice. actually one success. Nice. All right. Um, you notice her uh, winter coat's been taken out of the, the front closet. And you take a little circuit around the house, and you notice there's some footprints in the mud <laughs> leading toward the north. But, you know, the lo the house was all locked up. Nothing was out of place. All right. Well, um, I... I have great respect for my, my mom's ability to take care of herself. So I'm going to make a mental note of this, but I'm going to just sit tight and wait for my, wait for my dad to come back. If, uh, if he does in, in reasonable time. Okay. Uh, Joe Mar, yep. 
you go home and uh, everything seems pretty normal at your house. Your sister, whose name I've forgotten, Krista. Yep. As soon as you get home, she's on her way out. She wants to uh, go down to the Boys and Girls Club. They're having a, a photography thing that she wants to, to get involved in. Sure. Uh, she says, do you, do you want to come with me? Might be fun. Um, yeah, I, I could, um, I could come down for a little bit. I, I wanted to make sure that I, you know, was caught up on my homework or whatever, but, um, maybe, maybe I'll just, I'll come and check it out. Great. Great. So she's just gotten her driver's license. So she's all excited to, to drive around town. So you get in the car with her and she takes you uh, over to the club. And, uh, when you get there, the door is locked and there's a, couple other teenagers kind of milling around wondering what's going on apparently mr jenkins who's been a mentor to you has been was supposed to have been there 30 minutes ago and has not shown up mm. what do you want to do man this is kind of weird krista i did i wonder why everything's locked up were we supposed to did we get the wrong day on this photo shoot thing you think uh, she pulls a piece of paper out of her purse and unfolds it. And she says, uh, no, no, it's supposed to be today. Um, okay. Do you, do you think we could, we could get inside? I don't know. You know what? Hang, hang here for just a minute and let me, let me go around to the side here and see, let me check and see if I can like see any cars or, Maybe if, if one of the other doors is open. Uh, give me a few minutes. I'll be right back, okay? Hang, hang here for just a minute in case somebody comes to the door, okay? Okay. So you go around the side, and uh, you see there is a uh, a car there. It's a kind of almost purplish, grayish Carmen Ghia that you recognize as Mr. Jenkins' car. But the side door is also locked. Okay. You want to try? I'd like to go over real quick and just peek in the car. Just you know, like randomly kind of walk towards it and kind of look in the car and see if I see anything. Okay. Mm, investigate, please. All right. Okay. The, uh, the keys are still in the ignition of the car. Okay. Part of me wants to, to take the keys and, and make sure I can give them to him so that no one else will take them. But I really need to go back and let Krista know. Um, cause she's really important to me, you know, as mm -hmm. uh, being, you know, as close as we are. And I, I want her to know what's, what's going on. So I think I'm going to, I don't want to look like a thief either. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there and I'm going to hurry back to tell her what, what I've seen. Okay. So you come around the corner. She waves at you, says, did you find a way in? Hey, um, this is kind of weird. So the other, the side door is locked. And and I saw uh, Gordon's car back there, Mr. Jenkins, you know, and, and I just happened to kind of walk over by it. The car keys are still in the ignition, but I I don't see anybody around, well, and I'm not sure what's going on. Well, that's weird. Why would he leave his, his keys in his car like that? And if, he's, if his car is here, why isn't he? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't find a way in right now. Um, man, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm kind of worried about him, though, you know, because he's real consistent on everything. And, and you know, if he says that the place is going to be open for us, it's normally open. Um, 
Well, I'll bet the keys for the building are on his on his keychain. Let's go get let's yeah. go get those and and see what's a if he's inside the inside the building. Okay, if if you'll go with me, I I don't, I don't mind doing that. Okay, let's you go. You need my witness. <laughs> yeah, so we'll both head back there. All right, so you get grab the keys. It takes you a couple of tries to find the right one that opens the side door. And yeah, it's that one that's like kind of off silver and has a little bit of a, a usage on it. Uh, and once inside, you see that all of the stuff for the, the photography lesson is already set out. There's a couple of well-used but also well-maintained cameras, some film ready to load into them, and uh, the uh, the dark room has been set up. So obviously he was planning to do his, his class, but for some reason he's not here. Okay, quick question, Brian. Mm-hmm. Did Did we come back to the front of the building and go through the front door? Uh, did you want to go through the front door or through the side? I assumed there was, I was a side because it was closer. I would I would think that we would go through the side door, and did we just leave the other teens that were milling around at the front? Yeah, they're still out there. Okay, yeah. So let's we'll we'll go through the side door, and this is what we'll find. Okay, so um, this is really weird, Krista. I don't. This is weird. It's like everything's ready to go, but where is he? I have no idea. It's really, really strange. Um. Hang on, I'll Kinda I'll bad. be right back. Where are you going? I, Where are you going? Um, I just I just got to go do something. I'll I'll be back. Um, you okay. you stay here. Here? Yeah. Okay. All right. And she goes. Be careful, please. She goes back out the side door, and a few moments later, you hear the sound of a car starting, and you wait, and you wait a little longer, and the kids outside are like knocking on the door about by this time. And she doesn't come back. After about 20 minutes, you start to think maybe there's something wrong. Yep. So she took the keys from me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I think at this point, I, I think I would have gone to the front to tell the other kids, Hey, Stuff's in here, but nobody's here, and I don't think this is happening. But I, I guess I'll leave. I mean, it's I know I'll leave it unlocked, but I don't I don't have the keys. So I, after I tell them that nothing's going on, I guess I'll just close the doors and maybe head home. All right. Do you want to ask them anything? Oh, hey guys, did uh, did any of you see my sister come out and? And and leave in a car or or walk away or something like that. Did you see where she went? Uh, yeah, she she took Mister uh, Mister Jenkins' car for some reason. Isn't that her car over there? And you look over and you see, sure enough, her uh, yeah, her old car is still in the parking lot. Yeah, that's that's her that's her beater. I mean, wow. Um, yeah, she took off and uh, she turned right on Buchanan over there. Um. I don't don't know where she was going. Right on Buchanan. She would have been headed north. Uh, you are around this vicinity, if you can see the inset map. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thanks, guys. I I'll go check on my sister's car, and then I'll I'll probably just head home. Um, I wish wish everything had worked out today. Thanks for your help. Yeah. Uh, catch you later. Yeah. See you later. All right, so then what are we going to do with Billy? 
His parents ask him themselves that every day. <laughs> <laughs> so where where do you think you would have gone after school? Hmm. Not home. You know, I got a bit into scrap. I could use some cheering up. So I'm going to head to Masters Hunting and Fishing. All right. You get there. It's still a little less than four o'clock uh, by, the, by the time you get there. And normally the store is open until eight. But Ken, for some reason, is locking up right now and seems to be on his way out. There are a few customers that are looking a little confused and disgruntled at having been run out of the store suddenly. I walk up and, you know, and say, are you closing up already? Yep. Yep. It's closing time. It's like only four o'clock. People are just getting off of work. I thought this was like when you actually made money and stuff. Uh, Well, yeah, but uh, close, closing early today. Got somewhere to be. Okay. I guess you don't need any work done then either, huh? Uh, well, you know, if you want to sweep up the parking lot, I'll, I'll give you uh, a few bucks. I'll, I'm good for it. Uh, come by maybe next week, get paid. Tell you what, I'll do it for free if you would uh, use your best uh, John Hancock to sign this here piece of paper for me. Oh, yeah, sure, uh, I can do that. Only thing is, uh, <laughs> can you sign it Edward Jacobs? Be a pal. <laughs> uh, pull on that one. Uh, sure, I can do that. He scrolls out Edward Jacobs uh, on your your paper and hands it back to you. Cool. It says, now, be sure you get all the cigarette butts in the cracks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put all the butts in the cracks away. Don't worry. So why are you leaving so early today? Well, you know, things to do, people to see, got to go. Talk to uh -huh. you later. And he gets in his pickup truck and takes off. Can I, uh, which way is he driving? Uh, let's see. We'll say that. Master's Place is probably out here on the Nevada Highway in this little area that uh, kind of grew out from the okay. city. So he gets on the highway and he turns right and he's going up to the uh, northeast. Okay, so back kind of uh, back into town. Yeah, back okay. this direction. Okay, so then... Obviously can't have you guys all three meet at the hideout because Billy's not privy to the hideout's location yet. I guess I'll uh, I'll sweep up a little bit, you know. Look I, right. while I'm doing so, look for any cigarettes that, you know, weren't uh, thrown away uh, or you know weren't completely used up. <laughs> I feel like Billy just really needs to see some GI Joe cartoons, especially the end parts. Remember kids, knowing is half the battle. This boy needs some help. Right. Put uh, Masters Hunting and Fishing on the map there so we yep. can remember where R it is. Run by a Ken Masters, who I didn't realize at the time, but after I made that name, I'm like, where do I know that name? So I looked it up, and that's the that's the character of Ken in uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had nice. no – I'll be completely honest. I did not know that was the character's full name. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well. The guy who owns hunting and fishing wow. is also a uh, you know an illegal street fighter in his spare time. <laughs> well, you never you never can tell about those guys. It's the red bandana that gives them away, though, right? It is. Well, that he keeps on you know every time he's in the back stock room, I keep on hearing Hadouken, Hadouken. <laughs> wow, rock. Cody, your dad eventually comes home, not having uh, found anything out. Uh, you tell him anything? Yeah. Uh, hey, Dad. Yeah, son? Did you notice that 
one of that mom's coats are missing from the front closet. I mean, I it doesn't. I, I don't know why they were even really in there at this time of year. But um, between that and there's some there's some footprints outside. It looks like she may have headed somewhere where she thought she would be cold. You didn't. None of the neighbors knew where she had gone. Uh, no, no, none of them knew where she'd gone, but, uh, turns out a couple other people have wandered off in the last day or two. Nobody seems to know where they, where they gone. Huh. Yeah, it's very strange. Didn't hear anything at work? I mean, after the, all the police were here the other week, like, do you know oh, no, that was why a, people that went was missing another, another thing entirely, I think, uh. From what I understand, the, the police arrested those folks. Uh, this appears to be people just wandering off. No, nobody's seen where, the, where they're gone. Huh. I don't know. Why would, why would Mom wander off? I don't know, but I'm going to head down to the police station and uh, file a report and see if they know anything. <gasps> the police station? Can I come with you? Ah, now, boy, are you still fixating on being a police officer? Oh, I mean... I think it's it's good. It's a good thing, isn't it? To try oh, yeah, to help yeah, people. I suppose I I kind of had higher hopes for you, but yeah, I suppose you can come with me. Thanks. And let's see, Jomar, what are you doing in response to your sister's sudden vanishment? Well, I don't drive, and I don't know that she left her keys in that, you know, with her junker. So I'm going to head home and, um, you know, ask my parents if, if she dropped by the house, if she, if they know where she might've gone because we were supposed to, you know, do this photo thing. And, and she, she just drove off and I'm kind of worried about her. So I'm going to go to the house. All right. Uh, so you, you tell your parents what happened. Um, and they're naturally pretty concerned. Like, that's really not like her. Uh, no, no, it's not. I mean, I I know sometimes kids uh, get some strange ideas when they start getting a little bit more freedom and a driver's license. But why would she leave you behind like that? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. And and what worries me is is she took Mister Jenkins' car. And left her car at the school or at the at the play at the boys club, and she wouldn't tell me where she was going. So I just didn't know if she dropped by the house or if you had. Do you do you did she say anything to you about other plans? No, she was going to go to that photography thing, and that was supposed to go for another. Your mom checks her her watch uh, half an hour or so, I think. Then she was going to come back here and uh, in time for dinner. Wow. What are we having for dinner? Pot roast. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if you don't mind, I'll, I'm going to take a few minutes and just walk down the block and maybe look around and see maybe if, if somebody had seen her or something, if you don't mind. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll be, Hopefully I'll be she'll back call. For dinner. Okay. Yeah. Get, yeah. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back um, in time for dinner. All right. And where are you going to go? So I'm just going to go 
my plan is to just kind of go to say the end of our street. Uh, if I see a neighbor uh, out, I might stop and just, you know, maybe inquisitively, hey, have you seen my, have you seen Krista drive by or whatever or something? But I'm just going to kind of be looking around. I'm not going to go too far because I don't want to miss dinner. But if she calls, I want to be there at the house. So all right, I'll probably just maybe was about a, a block or two the most. Okay. You don't turn up uh, any more information. <clears throat> nobody's, nobody's seen her and nothing else unusual seems to be happening, happening on your block. Okay. So I'll just, I'll just head on back to the house and, and get washed up for dinner. All right. Uh, so then after the, uh, the incident at master's place, um, eventually all the, the other customers, you know, get back in their cars and they drive off and you're sweeping up the parking lot. You get a, Small collection of uh, cigarettes that are still pop- probably smokable, and you're just about done when a uh, black and white pulls up, hits the the siren just briefly, and a uh, police officer steps out of the car. And actually, I have a picture of her. It's a lady. It's a lady cop. Uh, Karen Richards here, and she says, uh, "Now, son." What what are you doing here? This this place looks like it's closed. Are you supposed to be here? Yeah, I was doing uh, I was doing chores for Mister Ken. He owns the place. Sometimes I come around, I do chores for him for a couple extra bucks. So I was just sweeping up his parking lot for him. Is he here right now? Uh, no, he took off a, a while ago. He closed up early. Hmm. Well, we we got some some calls into the police station saying there was a shifty character around here. So uh, why don't? Nope, no shifty characters. Just. Us law-abiding citizens doing our best and contributing to society here. That's all. Uh, I sense a little sarcasm in your voice there, boy. Well, I should hope so. I majored in it in college. (laughs) (laughs) She can't help smiling a little bit about a little bit at that. Well, uh... Were were you good? I was all state my senior year. (laughs) Well, now look, some of the the neighbors are... uh, a little bit concerned about seeing a boy your your age lurking oh. about on on his own. So why don't you head on home? Oh, I ain't hurt nobody. I ain't doing nothing. I'm seriously. I'm just sweeping up for Ken. I'm doing. I'm I'm literally out here just doing a chore, helping the dude. And people are calling you about that. Seriously, people need to take a chill pill. Well, eighties uh, reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't much disagree with you about that, but. Uh, I don't want to get any more calls, so why don't you go ahead and I'll clear right, fine. out. But, fine, fine. You know what? Fine. All right. But if he asks why I didn't finish it, it's on you, and it's all of those losers out there as well. <laughs> I begin walking away. All right. Uh, she gets back in her cruiser and uh, heads out. And she gets back to the police department just about the same time as Cody and his dad arrive. So uh, you... you all three of you wind up coming in the front door at the same time. And uh, your dad goes up to the desk, talks talks to the, the desk sergeant, tells him that his, his wife is missing. And the desk sergeant uh, looks a little surprised. And Officer Richards, as soon as she hears that there's a missing person, comes over. She says, another one? Now, that's the third one we've heard about today. What's going on here? They get in a, bit, a little bit of a conversation. And apparently there have been three people that have had official reports filed and several more 
uh, calls have come in about people going missing, but there's never any talk about uh, altercation or anybody apparently being forced to leave. It's just they leave whatever they were doing and wander off. And there are at least uh, two people said that they seem to be heading up toward uh, Hemingway, which is the kind of a suburb a little bit to the north of Boulder City. All right. I still need a way to get all of you guys in the same place. I should have just gone ahead and had uh, Billy arrested. (laughs) (laughs) So at least then he'd be at the police station, too. Hasn't that, haven't I had a bad enough day? <laughs> Let me put it this way. I was lucky enough to get the get the detention slip signed. I don't know who I'm going to get to forge a signature of my parents from the police. <laughs> that's that's like next level there. All right. So let's just go ahead and uh, zip ahead to the next day. And you're still in middle school, so you still get recess. And all three of you happen to get recess at the same time. Cody and Jomar, of course, are uh, palling around because they know each other. They're good friends. Billy, you and Cody meet eyes across the ground. It's not really a playground in middle school. It's just kind of a a big field, and everybody kind of wanders around and pretends to be getting exercise. Having had your shared experience the previous day, do you approach them? Yeah, why not? I'll head over to them, give them the, the, the head nod thing that guys do. What's up? Yeah, I'll nod back. Hey, Billy. Oh, Jomar, do you do you know know Billy? I um, I've said hello a little bit, but I, I haven't really formally met him. Uh, but I, I I know who he is. How you doing, Billy? Not too bad. Can't complain. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think we've uh, formally met necessarily, but uh, that was a mighty big thing you did for me yesterday, evening the odds from. Yeah. Four to one oh. to two to one, as it were. Um, oh. So thanks. What happened, guys? Well, what is what was that about? Uh, some of the football kids decided to push me around because they think that yeah. I can't take yeah. them since I'm not part of the team. Yeah, one on one, you know, you're on your own for that. Two on one, four on one, nah, that's not cool. Well, I uh, I appreciate it. I uh, yeah. if I'm honest, I I didn't expect it, you know. I uh, and I, I know that. Yeah, I'm be honest. I I, I kind of didn't expect it myself either. Um, but like I said, it just uh, I I saw a, a moral injustice, and I felt compelled to to come in and and to and to write it. That's uh, don't buy that. I'm completely screwing with you. <laughs> that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool, Billy. Appreciate you looking out for my. My buddy here, um, you got anybody to, to hang out with while we're we're on recess? No, not really. You wanna you wanna hang out with us? Yeah, why not? Could I've seen you around a uh, around uh, around Ken's place sometime. You uh you hunt you you uh, you into outdoors like hunting and fishing stuff. Ah, hey, I I did more when I was in Texas, but uh, it's a it's a good time. Where'd you live in Texas? Out a uh, few hours away from, um, where, where did I grow up? Small town. You probably wouldn't have heard of it. It's called uh, Bandera. Uh, my uh, my grandma 
she she says she was from Texas. Uh, uh, she lived in Texas a couple of times. That's why I asked. Yeah. Near San Antonio. Side note, uh, completely out of a uh, character. Um, I actually lived on Bandera when I lived in San Antonio. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. My, my, wow, that's... my apartment was on Bandera Road. That's funny. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Forgive any inaccuracies. I'm not native to Texas, and I've <laughs> I've only been around the Dallas area myself. So. No, I, I I think it's I live in the Dallas area right now. Actually, I think it's hilarious that just your backstory included Bandera. <laughs> that, that's <Right>. just hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. So while this is going on, all three of you, give me an investigate check, please. Oh, <laughs> we're oblivious. All right, so. I'll go ahead and uh, let Jomar uh, notice this because he's got the most number of dice possible to roll. Uh, As you guys are talking, uh, you notice that the yard monitor, one of the history teachers, just suddenly starts walking off and leaves the yard. Guys, guys, did you see the history teacher? Just look up. Where is... Is a him? Uh, I don't have a history teacher yet, so yeah, sure, a him. Okay. Where? Can you guys see? Where did he go? Where's he going? Smoke break. Do we see Maybe? where he's walking now that Joe Mars pointed him out? Uh, yeah, you can you can still see him. Uh, he seems to be trying to make some kind of effort to to be nonchalant and not be noticed, but he's clearly leaving the campus. Yeah, that dude is definitely not flying casual. Something's <laughs> something's up. Did you did you guys know that there have been missing persons reports filed like three yesterday, the police said? I didn't even know that you could have multiples in a day like that, you know, given the, the whole twenty four hours rule and all that. But yeah, and my my mom's been Wait missing for two days now. In Boulder City we've got missing people. I, first, you have to have people to have missing people. We don't have enough people to have missing here. Wait, well, did, look, wait. My mom's did missing, you, and that's. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that, enough for me to that's care not, about. That's not cool. I, I'm sorry, but did yeah. did you hear who else they said was missing? I uh, I didn't. Okay, so here's a weird thing. Like I I hang out at at Master's place, you know, a couple of times a week. He closed up early yesterday. He never closes up early, like ever. Oh, wait a minute, Billy. Hold on. Okay, so check this out. My sister and I, she wanted me to go down to the Boys and Girls Club with her yesterday for some kind of photo shoot thing, and I was just going to go check it out with her. And we get there, and Mr. Jenkins, that's always there when he says he's going to be there, was having this special event. The building was locked. His car was in the parking lot. His keys were in the car. He was nowhere, man. I mean, like nowheresville. Uh, all right. And in a stage whisper, I say, "It sounds enough like a conspiracy to me." And I uh, start, I start following the teacher. Okay. Hey, whoa, whoa, Cody, where are you going, man? Something's up, man. Maybe if we, okay. maybe if we see where he's going, we'll see who's okay. behind this. Billy, come on. You want to go with us? Oh, dude. <laughs> Skipping school? I am there. Let's roll. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Wait up, Cody. We're coming, man. 
But hey, I, I've done this thing before, so uh, keep low till we get to the fence. Just you know, walk normal, walk normal, and once we get the corner, bolt. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, because I've only done this like once before. I swear, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's remarkably easy to uh, get away since the person who's supposed to be supervising you has already left. So you have no trouble leaving the campus and following Mr. Carson for at least a while. So I would like all three of you to give me sneak rolls. Not good for me right now. Sneak is not my forte. That's okay. You only needed one success to uh, keep up with Mr. Carson and Billy covered it. Way to go, Billy. Sweet. Way to go. Wait, wait. Let me look up an appropriate 1980s slang. <laughs> Do you have a 1980s dictionary? Uh, <laughs> that was tight. Bodacious. <laughs> Bodacious. Very nice. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm going to date myself, but I actually remember when I was young enough at during the 80s to have used some of these in a, in a, oh, in yes. a non-ironic way, I, I have to add. Oh, yes. So using uh, Billy's wicked cool sneaky skills. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Most triumphant. (laughs) You follow Mr. Carson for quite some time. Fortunately, your your recess is early in the day, so uh, you've got most of the day to spend following him. And he takes you through Hemingway uh, up into the mountains beyond that. Uh, all the way up to uh, this vicinity, if you're looking at the big part of the map. So there's a uh, a little fenced-in area up here. It's irrigated so that it's it's created a little bit of a meadow. And in the middle of it, there's this shiny metal cylinder on the ground. It's about a, three feet high and two feet wide, or six feet wide. And there's black letters on the side that say uh, A-R-A-N, A-R-A-N. There's about 20 adults sitting, standing, talking, looking out in the distance. They seem peaceful and ordinary, but uh, they're not doing anything in particular. Cody and Jomar, actually Cody doesn't recognize him, recognize her, but Jomar uh, went into the house, uh, into Don Dixon's house, right? Yes, uh, at, behind, yeah. Um, so you remember yep. all those pictures that were in there of a uh, a woman that Dawn was apparently uh, infatuated with? Yes, yes. Uh, she's here. She's wearing her uh, uh, white clothes, and she's got this like yin yang pin on her lapel. You also see uh, Mister Masters is here, Krista is here, and uh, Cody's mom, whose name I've forgotten. I did uh, give her a name, didn't I? Yeah. Heather, Heather, Mrs. Wright, is also here. What do you want to do? How far away from from this group are we? You so you're hiding hiding in uh, behind a couple of rocks about uh, maybe thirty or forty feet away. Okay. Can we hear anything? You can hear them talking to each other, but they're speaking uh, low enough that you can't quite make out what they're saying. Is there any other hey. cover that we can get to that's closer? That we can listen without being seen. If you wanted to try and make a sneak roll, yeah, you could try to get closer to oh, here goes without being spotted. Okay, uh, Billy manages to slip a little bit closer, okay, and he before, can. I'm sure this will end well for me. Yeah, before <laughs> I before I say something, I'm gonna Cody. 
My sister is over there in that group. My mom is too. What's and, going on, oh, man? It, was was Mr. Masters over there too, Brian? You didn't say. Uh, yes, he is. Okay. Um, right. And matter is the of woman fact, who I uh, don't know does she kind of look like a leader, or does she just happen to be there? Nobody really looks like they're in charge. Okay. But she's certainly very self possessed. She looks really confident. Everybody else is kind of leaving her alone. Uh, she's not talking to anyone. And hey, Cody, do you want to you want to move closer with with uh, with Billy, or do you want to stay here? We can try, but uh, what's what's Billy trying to do? I wonder. Oh, and I'm watching. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, Billy has found cover behind Mister Master's truck. In fact, oh, and he's now close enough to hear two of the adults talking about what a nice view it is here which is a strange thing to say because this is uh, the desert Nevada and it's pretty much just barren rocks and scrub brush. But in in spite of that, they're still insisting that, you know, this is such a lovely area. Maybe we should build a cabin here or something. All right. Weird. I don't, Cody, I don't think maybe Billy will come back, but I, I don't, man, I don't want to get in trouble. I have to stay here. Is, is that really all they're talking about was, is just that, how the view is nice and it, they want to build a cabin. Uh, that's what the people that you can hear about here were saying. I'm going to make my way back to the other two. Okay. Do I need to make another sneak roll? Uh, no, your initial sneak roll can cover this entire scene. Cool. Uh, I'll be like, so, so Billy, those two, Billy, what'd you hear? All they're talking about is how nice the view is. And what? And then they started saying something about wanting to build a cabin. The, in this gnarly place? Yeah. That, but they're the only two I could hear anything about. I couldn't get any closer. Build a cabin. Like, huh. you think they want to live here? Right now, I think they're on drugs. <laughs> I mean, that's that one of them's my sister, man. Is your sister on drugs? No, not that I know of. <laughs> I've never known her to do anything like this, man. It's really got me worried. Well, what what is it that that thing says? Did you say A-R-A-N? Yep. Do any huh. of you want to make uh, any skill rolls? We can try. But can I, Joe can Mar- I try you... a comprehend? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, you let me, let me... birds, Jomar? Uh, yeah. Kind of like, sounds like there's some here. Ah, crap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, weird machinery, messing with people's brains. I don't know. It, it reminds me of the birds. You don't see a but, hawk uh, around here, do you? I don't think so. I hope not. Now, do the people that are there, are they just like, are they still, are they all talking the same way? Like they're just like having a normal chatty conversation or do any of them look like their, their conversation is more animated? Like they could be discussing something more intensely or even arguing. They're all pretty peaceful. Okay. Is there anyone there that we don't recognize? Uh, There are several people that you don't recognize. Like I said, there's about, 20. Uh, Cody notices that his, at least one of his neighbors, probably one of the ones that his dad was talking about, is there. Cody? Cody? Do yeah. you Do you think Do you think they're in some kind of mind control or something? Maybe. I mean, they're acting really weird. Yeah, it reminds think me of like... cult ahead, documentaries on TV, but there's nobody like talking to them, you know? Do you think that what they're talking about, like getting like you know, the nice view and building a cabin could be like 
code or something? It could be. Could be. What if this yeah. is like what if this is like one of those like commie mind control things like they're always talking about on TV? Oh, totally, man. Totally. That doesn't uh, seem like my mom though. No, and my sister either. Yeah, and Ken like straight up hates Russians. He always said that if he met like he always told me these stories about how he met like this big, strong, super muscular Russian wrestler and like just straight up uppercutted him. What? I don't know if he was telling the truth whoa. or not, man. He said it was like it was it was a fight on the street. Oh whoa. Okay. <laughs> they weren't talking Russian to each other, were they? No, unless I suddenly can understand Russian, uh, that's a negative ghostwriter. <laughs> hey guys, should, should we should we go back to town and go to the police? What are we going to tell them though? That you know, a bunch of adults drove out to a place and had a conversation. Well, um, yeah, and they've been out here for like two days, man. You know what? I'm going to try to sneak back again. I'm going to try to see if I can get a little closer and hear what some of the others are saying besides those two and their desire to build a summer home. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to stay back here, man. Just be All careful. Right. Okay? I, be careful. I want right. to try to follow him. Should okay. I also sneak? Yes. All right. All right. Uh, Cody is not successful at sneaking. Oh. And uh, one of the adults spots him and says, hey, what are you doing here? Uh, Dude, cheese it. I just came to talk to my mom. And I kind of wave. Uh, she turns <sighs> around, sees you and says, Dude, you're killing me. Oh, hi, hi, hi there, Cody. You you should you should go on home on home to your pa- papa. What? Why don't you come home, mom? We're we're worried about you. Oh no no I I, I like it here. I think I'm gonna I'm just gonna stay here and it's a nice place to stop and think for a while. What? We need to get out of here now. Uh, we need to book it. All right. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I can't stand it any longer, so I'm gonna stand up. Krista! Hey, Krista! It's me! Hi, Hi, Joe Marr. Hey, um... Can can we... Can we head on home? Um, Mom and Dad are real worried, and and I've been worried. Can we... Can we head on home? Are you done here? No, no, I'm I'm gonna stay here for a while. Why? Because there's butterflies. You see the butterflies over there? Can I... Do I need to investigate? Uh, you can investigate, but you can also just see the butterflies. Oh, I can't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, investigating yeah. is not a bad idea in any case, though. Right. <laughs> I'm going to investigate okay. as well, just to see what the reactions of all the people are. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna see the butterflies and sit here and scratch my head because I'm. And there are butterflies. There are butterflies. Okay. Do they look all right? Yeah, you investigate much better than I do. Wow. <laughs> nice. Nice guys. There are some. Uh, Really, really thick cables leading from that metal cylinder uh, down mm-hmm. into the ground. Yep. And there's a bundle of smaller wires that uh, lead northward into a canyon. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here bewildered, dude. I, I'm like... Is there anything remarkable about the butterflies? Or are they just normal butterflies? Nope, they're just normal butterflies. All right. And what time is it? Like, is it still late in the afternoon? Yeah, it took you a little while to get up here, so we're. I'm going to say it's probably around uh, four o'clock. School's out hey, by now. His um, okay. is Kins. Did he leave his keys in his truck? Yes, he did. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Go ahead, Billy, because I'm gonna. I'm gonna do something right with you. 
All right. Hey, uh, everyone else is doing it, so I might as well. Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey, Mr. Masters. Hey, Ken. Uh, bro. Oh, uh, hi, Billy. You finished hey. that sweeping up? I finished it all up. It is clean as a whistle, my man. Hey, listen, um, like, the, but the broom and some other stuff got left outside. Um, lend me your keys and I will put all that stuff away for you. No extra charge. Um, I, I don't think so. I, I'm pretty sure you don't have a driver's license yet, Billy. I'm not talking about your car keys, man. I'm talking about the keys to the shop. Oh, those. Um, eh, yeah, sure. Why not? Cool. He fishes his keys out of his pocket and tosses them to you. Righteous. Thanks, dude. But speaking of car keys, <laughs> can, a, can a brother and his friend uh, get a ride back to town? No, no, I'm going to I'm going to stay up here for a while longer. OK. All right. Cool. I'm going to uh, make my way to his truck slowly. <laughs> and I'm going to walk over towards Krista. OK. And I'm, I'm going to touch her arm to try to change the, the physicality or, or the I'm hoping that my physical presence may be in me touching her. Can can cause some type of. I need to know what's going on. All right. Uh, as you start to approach her, several of the other people take note that you're moving moving inward, and uh, they kind of like bunch up in front of you uh, and prevent you from moving forward. Hey, hey, what are you doing? That's uh, my you, sister over there. You you need you need to leave. This is in place for you. Okay. Well, it's not a place for my sister either. I need you to move out of the way so I can get with my sister. No, no, she's fine. And she says, yeah, you, I'm, I'm okay, Joe Mar. No, you're not fine. You need to come home with me now. Are you guys going to get out of my way or I'm going to call the cops? They are not going to get out of your way. And the, the longer you, you have this conversation, the more of them join and they form a, a dense crowd between you and Krista. Okay, I'll look back at the other guys and I'm like, I'm going to go, um, guys, we got to go. I'm going to go get my dad, and we're going to the cops. Pile in, and I get inside the truck. <laughs> Cody and Jomar? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hop into the truck, too. I mean, so so I'm a little older. Do I have experience to drive, or am I just going to trust Billy to take us out of here? Um, you don't have – well, you may have a little bit. You're 14, so you yeah. may even have a uh, a learner's permit. Okay. Up to you. Okay. Hey, Billy, are you are you cool if I if I get this? Trust me, bro. I got a uh, quick question, Brian. What skill would this be? Uh -huh. Tinker. <laughs> do you have Tinker? Uh, I do. Then yes, yes, I am okay. If, cool if you take this, but sh but shotgun. <laughs> All right, we're jumping in. We're going. Do I need to roll Tinker? Yes, because as soon as you guys get in the car. Uh, Ken takes exception to that and shouts and is running forward. So roll Tinker to okay. Nice. I got one. I got one success. Uh, you peel peel out backward uh, down the little incline, spraying the adults with uh, with gravel. Awesome. <laughs> Managed to get out of there. You don't quite get the bootleggers turn at the bottom of the hill, but you get like halfway around, and then you have to do like a three point turn to to finish it out. See you later, losers. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right so uh 
Joe Mars driving. Where are you driving to? I'm if the guys 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 I I need to go talk to my dad. Will you go with me? Uh, I'm just I'm just white knuckling the seat. <laughs> okay. I'm 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 driving home as quickly and carefully as I can. My my adrenaline's up. My eyes are open. My ears are perked. I'm I'm trying not to 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 crash, but I I got to get home to dad. I'm a, I'm turning on the radio to the rock uh, local rock station. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! I bought right, my first well, uh... real six string. Bought it at the five and dime. Sorry. Uh, Joe Mars is not a great driver yet, but so he wheezes a little bit, but he manages to get back to his house safely. All right. And I, I, I like squeal to a stop when I get up to the driveway. I don't pull in the driveway because I don't want to hit the mailbox, but I just. just <laughs> yeah, it's a big truck, so you got to yeah. be careful. Yeah. So I leave some drag right there in the front of the house. Quantum Childhood is brought to you by this fine sponsor. Have you been hungry since joining The Walking Dead? Well, just because you've become a shambling corpse, it doesn't mean you have to abandon your principles. Because now, there's Tofrains. It's the ethically sourced, soy-based brain alternative that zombies love. It has the same squishy texture the undead crave with almost half the flavor. It's just as satisfying to chew and won't fight back. With Tofrains, we can change one corrupted mind and decaying heart at a time. And I, I want to run out and run to the house. So you rush in, rush in the front door. And, dad, uh, dad, dad. Yeah, we'll say he's home from work by now. It's probably about five. Jomar, what's what's going on? Dad, dad, Krista. Krista is, she's up, she's up near, up near the river mountains and, and she's with a bunch of other adults and, and I tried to bring her home and, and they stood in the way and they wouldn't listen to me and they were being real forceful and I'm worried about her, and I can't get her home, and they won't let her leave. And she keeps saying she's okay, but I we need to go to the cops. we got to get the cops involved in this. The police? Are you sure? Maybe maybe I should go up there and, and just try to bring her back myself. No. Bad idea, dude. Bad idea. Everyone who goes up there, like, gets hit by some type of mind wash thing. And all you're going to want to do is talk about the birds, the bees, and building a home. Dad, this is my new friend Billy, by the way. Oh, hey, what's up, sir? <laughs> um, Billy, please, pleased to meet you. Um, Likewise. Well, if you, if you think it's that serious, then okay, let's let's Dad, go I'm talk really to the worried. police. I'm really worried. And and can can Cody catch on to this? And would he would he feel open? Does he know my dad well enough to share what he experienced there? I don't know. I have I met your parents before? I I don't know for sure. I know I've talked about you to them, but I Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, I'm probably a bit unsettled, but I manage uh okay. what what's your dad's name? No, I can't remember. Do you have a last name? <laughs> Joe Mar's parents. Mr. Mar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't get that far in the creation. <laughs> I didn't until last week. We'll, we'll go with uh, we'll go with we'll go with Smith. All right, Smith, yeah. Mister Smith, Mister Smith. Uh, do you have any cult deprogramming experience? <laughs> I do, Mister Anderson. 
Sorry if you call him Mr. Smith. I just left the door open for me. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Wrong, right, wrong yeah. decade. That movie is. Yeah, not, we're mixing. Our, we're mixing the time periods now. Yeah. Not oh. in our canon yet. That's <laughs> Tales from the Flood. Sorry, that's in two point oh of the Matrix. My bad. <laughs> Cult deprogramming. What are you talking about? I yeah. I mean that, that's that's what it looked like up there to me at least. Huh. Dad, I'm telling you, they're they. It's just too. It is like totally weird, like weird, weird beyond weird. I don't know. So weird they mean is the word. They came chasing after us after we stole Ken's truck. But I swear, the second we were out borrowed. of sight, borrowed Ken's truck. The second that we were out of sight, they were probably all went right back to just staring in the distance and talking about how nice it was. Dad, please help. All right, all right. Uh, go get in the van. We'll we'll head over to the police station. Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you, Dad. Do you all go in the in the van with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Guys, pause. I think we should like. Okay, how how do we how do okay, okay quick go quick conference, dude. I'm saying this with all respect. How do we know your dad isn't? Also going to get the whammy put on him. What? I'm dude. dude you didn't think it was going to happen to your sister either, or your mom. Yeah, yeah, but she's like just she's close to our age, and and this is my dad. Yeah, you know, you know, you know who also is isn't close to our age. Ken, Ken Masters, and a lot of those yeah, other people this, up there. This is my dad. We're talking about. He's like he he always takes care of. Of us, I mean, maybe you're right, but I, I don't know who else to turn to. And listen, we we can always, we can always just get away again. I I don't know. Even if that, even if he decides to go up there instead of the police, I'd I'd rather he be driving than uh, than one of us. No offense, Joe Mark. Appreciate it. no none taken. Thanks. <laughs> We're good. I'm just okay. I'm just saying, like, let's just let's just keep our eyes open, okay? That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. I'm good, man. I'm good. Right. I'm good. All right. So you all get in the van, and uh, Mr. Smith drives over to the police station. You tell that uh, cop, Karen Richards, who kind of gives uh, Billy a gimlet eye as soon as she sees him. Ah, oh, you again, huh? So no, uh, ma'am. No, ma'am. This is the first time we've met. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, uh, what can I do for you today? And Mr. Smith says, uh, well, the, these boys seem to have come across some of these missing people. I think I, I heard about something yeah. about that on the news. Yeah, missing people. They say they're gathered up in some kind of a clearing up in the mountains. Uh, right? up, up, up near River Mountains. Yeah. Really? Uh, now, you, you're Cody, right? You were in here last night. Yeah. So uh, you were you were reporting your your mother was missing. Was she up there too? Yep, she was up there. I uh, I talked to her, but she wouldn't she wouldn't come back. And there was a there was something about uh, Aaron A R A N. There was some kind of machine up there with them. But yeah, we 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 found my mom. Now we just need you to bring her back. Uh, all right. Uh, how many people did you? Do you think we're up there? There's like at least twenty oh, that we could see. Yeah, a couple dozen, yeah. I think. Yeah, they, they they stood in our way. I was trying to get my sister 
to come home and, and to, to make sure she was okay. And I, I went over to talk to her and they stood in my way and, and they kept getting more and more like dense and standing in front of us and they would not let me through and they wouldn't let her out. And, and they were telling us that we had to leave. Oh, well, that doesn't sound good. Uh, Sergeant Andrews, uh, get a couple of those vans out, uh, maybe some, some anti-riot gear. I hope we don't need that, but, uh, let's go find out what's going on up there. Uh, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Uh, leave you, leave your number with the desk sergeant there and we'll, we'll be in touch as soon as we know, know anything. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I guess uh, Mr. Smith agrees to that. Leaves the, leaves his number and says, all right. Come on, boys. It's up to the police now. Get back in the van. Oh, hey, can you, uh, on the way back, can you drop me off at Master's place? I know he may be acting like a space case, but I did promise him I'd put the stuff away. Uh, well, it's kind of out of the way, but sure, I don't mind. It's not that far. Thanks, Dad. Uh, so he drives over to uh, Master's Hunting and Fishing and drops Billy off there and then heads back home with uh, Cody and Joe Mar. Um, what time is it, right? Just out of curiosity. By now, it's probably 6.30. Okay. The uh, sun's going down. On my way home, after locking up, um, I'm going to stop by. Is there any hardware stores on the way home? Sure. I'm going to go get a key made, a copy of the one <laughs> to uh, Master's Place. All right. Never squander an opportunity. <laughs> Dang right, my man. Dang right. Yeah, I like it. So Cody, do you do you want to be dropped off at your house? Yeah, that'd be good. I I can tell my dad that the good news. Hey Dad, can you can you drop Cody home. off at his house, please? Uh sure, sure. Okay, thanks. And he uh he takes down your number so that when the police call him, he can call you. Thanks for going with us, Cody. Thanks for helping today, man. Thank you. I'm really sorry about your mom. Make sure you work on your driving in the next two years, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure we, you'll be fine, but we weren't supposed to talk about you know. that. But yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Mr. Smith just kind of gives you the raised eyebrow. I'll, I'll explain later, Dad. I'll, I'll, I'll explain later. Yes, I expect so. Cody, mm-hmm. uh, you get back home, and your dad's there now. Cody, I I got a call from your your school today that said they said you weren't in any, any of your classes in the afternoon. What's that about? Can we, uh, I'm going to skip to the good news first, dad. Uh, we, we found mom and oh, uh, well, did. that's why I missed school. It's kind of a long story, but yeah, what, one of the teachers left. So, uh, I, I followed him and he went up into the hills and mom's up there with a bunch of other people. And then we came back and told the police and the police are going to go get her now. And now I'm back here, but everything will be back to normal soon, uh, including school, I promise. He blinks a few times, says, well, I don't right know what to make of make of all that, but uh, following someone, someone up into them hills seems kind of an irresponsible thing to do. But on the other hand, if you found your mother, then uh, I suppose results count. So I guess I'll give you a pass this time, but uh, you better not let your grades suffer from this cut in class, you hear? I, I hear you, Dad. 
All right, now I'm going to call the police station and find out what I can find out. So he goes into the kitchen, grabs a phone, and dials up the police, uh, who apparently don't have any information yet. Uh, Jomar, when you get home, uh, your dad uh, turns off the van, pauses for a moment looking at that truck parked at the curb. So, son, uh, you want to explain that truck there? Yeah, I had to get back to you as fast as I could. I, I was, I was, I, with, I couldn't let the other guys drive because they were so much younger and I, I didn't think they had any experience. And I, you know, Chris has been showing me some stuff and I talked to you a little bit about driving and I, you know, I've practiced just a tiny bit in the parking lot and, and, and we were, we were afraid and the, and those adults were coming at us and Krista wouldn't come with me. And I, I just was so angry and scared all the same. And I, I just, I, I told Billy to get in the passenger seat and I, 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 I'll take the truck back. I promise I wasn't stealing it. I just, we were trying to get away because I needed to talk to you. I needed to see you. I needed you to know what was going on so you could help us. And I'm really sorry. All right, all right. Just relax a little bit there, Joe. <clears throat> I understand this was a kind of a stressful thing and you're you're worried about your sister. I'm I'm worried about her too. And I suppose if you're doing it to to protect your friends and to to try and get this information back to us, I Bless. guess that's I was. I was just trying to. I was just trying to look out for. I couldn't do anything else. Those. Those. The. The. Some of the people were really, really big, and. And I. I didn't feel like I had any way to to get through to Krista, and. And I thought maybe that they might hurt some of us. And. All right. Well. I wish you were there. Well, I kind of wish I was there, too. Uh, this doesn't sound like the kind of thing that a, a boy your age should have to deal with. Uh, but hopefully the, the police will bring your sister back down to us. Uh, I suppose they're probably up there by now trying to make sense of things. Uh, I guess we should get inside and so we don't miss their call. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. I'm, yeah, I, I want to. Yeah. Hopefully they'll call. And the night goes by, and the police do not call. When you get up in the morning, there's a uh, a news story on the television about possible cult activity in, in Boulder City, Nevada, that the state police are sending a unit out there to, to investigate what's going on. And we'll keep you posted with updates of this story as it develops. Let's say it's Saturday, so you don't have to worry about school today. Billy... What are you doing with your Saturday? Good question. Well, considering that this is the first Saturday that I actually have a pair of friends, <laughs> I think I'm going to go try to uh, seek them out. Well, the only one whose house you know where it is is Jomar, so I presume you go there. Yes. So when you arrive, uh, how do you approach? I walk around and try to figure out which one of the windows outside is his, because I have to do this like an 80s movie. Right. <laughs> uh, and I see him. I see him pass by the window, and I open it up. I'm like, Billy, 
What are you doing here? Oh, hey, what's up, dude? Hey, man. Come on, come on in. Cool. Come on in. I climb through a window. <laughs> what's what's going on, dude? What's what's happening? Well, um, just I want to come by and see. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm bored out of my gourd. I'm still thinking about what went down this week. And I thought I'd come by and see if you and Cody had learned anything more or heard any news yet. No, man. I, I We didn't get a call from the police. I mean, I don't know if my dad has called back or checked on it or something, but I, I, I overheard a tail end of some kind of news report saying that they would be following up on something. And I'm just sitting – we we probably need to head over to Cody's place and and check in with him and and see. Let me let me check with my dad and make sure that uh, he's cool with me uh, hanging out for a little while. Cool. I'll, I'll be right back. Hang it. Just hang here. Hey, Dad. Your voice echoes strangely in the house. All of the lights are off. Instead of waiting, I follow right behind him. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Dad. You check a few rooms, and there doesn't seem to be any sign of your dad or your mom. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Billy? Yeah? My dad was here when I went to sleep. Go check his bed. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go towards his bedroom and, and just kind of... The door was put to the frame, I think, and, and so I'm just going to kind of peek in. All Maybe right. he's asleep. Uh, there's nobody in there. Uh, the bed is unmade. And uh, he normally keeps his, his wallet and keys on the nightstand next to the bed. Those are gone. And so is your mom's purse. <sighs> Billy, my my parents' stuff is gone. My dad's keys, his wallet's gone. My, my, my mom's purse, they're gone. Um, I need... Look, I need, I'm going to head outside. Billy, come here. Come on with me. I'm going to go outside and see if where the van right. is. I, I need to know if the van's gone. Um, yeah, the van is gone. All right. So I'm going to, I'm, I had already closed the window to my room. So I'm going to close the door behind us and I'm going to Billy kit. Let's, let's head over and, and check on Cody. Let's, let's head over there now. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting like a big body snatchers vibe right now. Dude, this is not cool. This is not cool. All right. All right. Do you have a do you have a bat? <laughs> Actually, I I do. Uh it's the uh uh it's the Arizona Slugger that I Oh, sweet. Or Boulder City Slugger. Yeah. Nice. Get it. So, I'll, okay. All right. So I I'll, I'll run back in. I'll grab the bat and I'm going to grab my drum my drumsticks. And I'm going to hand the bat over to uh, Billy. I, hey, man, why don't you why I, don't you hold this? I noticed the drumsticks. I'm like, oh, dude, you play? Yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been, dude. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be famous one day. I just know it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna tour the world. Hell yeah, man. Heck uh, yeah. So take here, you, you take care of this bat. It's taking good care of me, man. As here. he tries to hand it to me, yeah. I reach behind me and I pull out my knife. I'm like, it's all right, dude. I'm good. Sweet. Okay. Sweet. That is an awesome blade. Awesome. Caught me off guard, but cool. All right. So I just kind of slide the drumsticks in the in my back here. 
along the bat, and we're going to head out to Cody's. All right. And when you arrive at Cody's place, his dad is like really distraught because now his wife's been missing for two days. The police haven't called. A couple more neighbors have gone missing. And he's just, he's really on edge and he doesn't know whether to to leave or to go uh, because he's afraid that he's going to miss a, a phone call from the police if he tries to go and investigate himself. But he really hates not doing anything. Yeah. So we'll we'll knock on the door. Um, what was, what were their last names? The Wrights. The Wrights. And, uh, so does Mr. Wright come to the door? Uh, we'll, yeah. Yeah. He comes to the door, uh, looking a little bit in panic. Like, oh, oh, uh, y'all are Cody's friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Joe Marr and this is Billy. Yeah. He's, he's Uh, back in his bedroom. Can can we visit with him for a little bit? Of course. Of course. Come on in. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Howdy, guys. Hey, Cody, what's, man, your dad is like totally stressed out, man. What's going on? I mean, we haven't heard anything from the police. Truth be told, I've, I've been worried too, but eh, he's, he's been taking it really hard. How are you guys? Have you heard anything new? Dude, I wasn't going to say this, but my dad's gone. What? He was with me. He was in the house when I went to sleep. I know he was. I get up. Billy comes over to visit. I go and call out. He's not there. I go check his bedroom. His keys and his wallet are gone. And my mom's purse is gone. And the van is gone, man. He is gone. Are you sure they didn't just go to get groceries or something? We've been waiting on the police to call and we've never, we didn't get a call. That's so strange. Because, I mean, your house, it's its further away from the mountains than we are now. So if something's know, getting people to go, like, what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm worried about your dad now. I mean, yeah, what, if this, so I. what if this mind yeah. control yeah. thing is real? Guys, we got we to gotta find out what's up with that building, with that a-R-A-N. I keep coming back to that. I mean, it might be nothing. It might just happen to be where all the crazies are meeting up for their convention. But I think that something about that place is drawing people to it. Um, so, Brian, let me let me step out real quick. Uh, character. Mm-hmm. Did, did, um, did Billy ride over on his bicycle to see me? I don't know, Billy. And- did you ride over on your bicycle? Did you ride over or did you walk over? Oh, I rode over. Okay. All right. So, and, and he and I rode over yes. to Cody's because I'm like, because this is an eighties themed game. And so of course, every, <laughs> yes. every young man is going to have a BMX bicycle. That's it's a given. Yeah. Well, actually mine's, mine's a little bit of a, a, a banana seat. Chopper oh, heck yeah. Cause I'm a little old school, uh, slightly. Yeah, yeah, man, slightly right there with you. Cody, uh, Cody, can, can you, can you get your, do you think your dad will be okay? Can you get your bike and let's. And I'm sure Kevin's is a, is a huffy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, my, my, mine is the best of what was at the thrift store. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> top, top of the middle line. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to go. I agree with Billy. We need to find out what's going on. Let's let's get on our bikes and let's go. You think your dad will let you go? You know what? I think I think we should just go. My dad's okay. not uh, not you, a man of action. You know, we can okay. we can help him out. 
Okay. Uh, Cody, get something. Get a weapon. I, I pull out my lasso. I got nice. this, man. Nice. Nice. Don't need anything else. All right. Regulators, ro- roll out. All right. So uh, I won't make you uh, roll to sneak. Okay. We're going to sneak? I said I'm not going to make oh. you roll to sneak out of the <laughs> okay, house. Thanks. Cody's got enough problems without getting caught sneaking away. <laughs> Uh, so are you going to take your bikes all the way up there, or do you want to go back for that vet, that truck? You know what? I don't. <laughs> I say we take our bikes because we're much safer. But I don't. <laughs> I just, I'm going to leave the truck in the front. I yeah. Let's save the truck for for um for last minute or for like uh, final boss time for last minute emergency <laughs> for when we for when we need to move to Colorado and change our names. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, Cody's yeah. happy with the bike. I'm all with that. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, you hop on your bikes and you make your way back up to the Aaron. And when you get there, the uh, crowd of adults is naturally larger than it was before. Uh, there's probably about 45 of them here now. Oh, crap. Including uh, all of those police that you guys sent up there. Oh, no. Oh, balls. And a TV news crew. And they appear to have all abandoned whatever it was that they were attempting to do. And they're gathered around that cylinder. And their behavior has begun to change. The ones who had been there the previous day are uh, looking a little bit worse for wear. They obviously haven't changed their clothes. You don't see any signs of food or water, so they probably haven't eaten anything. And they're starting to act weird aggressive the the ones that have been there the longest are uh exhibiting some real like dominance traits uh trying to to get the one the newer ones to uh submit to them a couple of the of them have even started uh acting a little bit amorous toward one another kind of almost embarrassingly Uh, a couple of them are uh bleeding apparently they've been fighting and the entire place is starting to smell like excrement. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So that large gray dot to the left of the main reactor, uh, on top of the words Echo uh-huh. Gate, that's the one. Is that the building that has A-R-A-N on it? Uh, no, actually, I should uh, have re- revealed this. I forgot to do it. Uh, there we go. Oh, where did ah. the... Uh... Oh, yeah, because we're not I see the word. Right on top I... of Echo Gate. What is Echo Gate, by the way? Echo Gate is one of the uh, official entrances to the Loop facility. Oh. Gotcha. Okay, so I see the ARA in. Yeah. Okay. Can we make our way to it, to that building, to start like checking it out without being seen by the adults? Because yesterday, or you know, or a few days ago, or yesterday, the day before, not so much of a problem. Right now, I'm not liking our chances. Okay. Cody, yeah, and and Billy, sorry. Uh, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I think. No, no, I, go ahead. Sorry. I think we should go check out where those wires are going. I want that's it. That's canyon. It. I want to go up to the. I want to get those little wires and I want to bust them up. Yeah, something's going on with those wires. Uh, do you want to cut the wires or do you want to follow them to where they lead? I, well. Let's follow them at least to a certain point. I think we should follow them. I agree. Right. We don't can know we, what voltage can, they are, Jomar. Correct. 
Slow down. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm going to hit him with a bat and all of a sudden everything is. A- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, no. Okay. In real life, as the son of an electrician, the idea of just cutting strange wires worries me to death. <laughs> literally. Okay. I'm like, let's, let's not. <laughs> I, I would prefer not to be a veneer. <laughs> Get to the soft, chewy center as fast as possible. <laughs> So, so Brian, how, how many we... volts does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of <laughs> Billy? Yeah, can are we going to be able to make our way? I mean, because this terrain outside of this clearing where they are, it's hilly. Can we can we travail this easily, or are we? Uh, you're not going to be able to bring your bikes uh, unless you wanted to go like the long way around and hope that you could pick it up uh, on the other side of the hill. But it's fairly easy to scrabble over the rocks around the crowd of people and uh, follow those wires. You guys want to leave, leave our bikes here and and do this on. Let's see if we can. Let's make sure to stash them in a place that the adults won't see, but that we, that we can still get to in in a hurry. Totally. All right, you find a uh, convenient overhanging rock and uh, shove them down under there where they're not real obvious. Uh, nobody walking by should notice them. And then you make your way a little bit northward. And the cables, a little bit away from the Aaron, they've been partially buried. Somebody's made an effort to try and hide them, but they didn't do a very good job. And they lead toward a, a wider place in the canyon where there's an echosphere. Now, you've seen these these around before that's about the size of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wires go up inside just like that. Obviously, you know, you're not wearing mittens and a wool cap because you're in Nevada, not in Sweden, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I'll be talking like this. Yeah. And as you're approaching, you see a glint of metal, a glint of metal. I'm uh, assuming distinct from the ecosphere itself. Yes. And besides the cables uh, running from the Aaron, there's an open hatch where there's some thick cables that are leading into the ground also. Uh, they don't look like they've been buried in or leading any, anywhere. They look like they're going straight down. Um, as you approach, you feel like you're not alone. Uh, I need everybody to make an investigate check. Oh, has my angry condition worn off? I'm assuming so. Um, or my, my uh, upset my upset condition. No, because the only way that'll go away is if uh, somebody with the lead skill counsels you through it, or if you spend some time with your grandmother. I have the lead skill myself. Can I just, you know, look in a mirror and have a heart to heart? Actually, if you get more than one success on a, a lead role, uh, you can heal one of your own conditions. Yes. <laughs> so give it a try. I'll, I'll do the investigation first. Yep. Okay. Well, shoot. So uh, you approach the echosphere. As you're getting close to it, uh, you hear the some ro- the sound of rocks coming down the hill, and you turn around, and there is a robot behind you. It's humanoid and dressed in like a coat and a hat, as though it's trying to look like a person. Where's my robot? Cody glances around trying to see if there's a, a dumpster 
located in a convenient location. <laughs> okay, dude, <laughs> seriously, did you just look for literally the creepiest robot that you could find? No, that is the picture from the book. <laughs> uh, it's like, let's take the Terminator and dial it to 11. Yeah, yeah and put a seafaring cap on him. So it steps out from behind a rock, uh, stares at you, <laughs> and in a mechanical voice it says, you should leave this place. Leave right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only leaving if my mom can come with me. And my Who sister. Or I'm Captain Rustbucket. Yeah, and his sister. Uh, I need everybody to make an empathize roll, please. Okay, I got to get off the picture. The teeth nice. are really creeping me out. Uh, I use for that skill. <laughs> Not that it helps. Well, I have zero wow. in that, and I still got a success. And a condition. You have zero in that, and you've got a condition, so you're only rolling two dice. Not bad. So, uh, although the robot's asking you to leave, and uh, it's extended its arms, and it's got these, like, uh, electro pinchers on the ends of it, for some reason, you feel like, you personally, Billy, feel like it doesn't actually want to hurt anybody. Hey, man, and I use that term loosely, <laughs> we're not here to hurt you. We're just trying to get some answers. We're just trying to figure out what's going on with our family and friends. Do you know anything about that? I am sorry. My master has told me to protect this. I do know something. Do you, what, what is this thing? Please step away from the ecosphere. Okay. Thank you for telling me it's an ecosphere. <laughs> Can you tell us what it does? Will you step away? I take one step away. Yeah, I'm, All I'm right, moving your turn. slowly. Yeah, me too. Move in or move, move away? away. Uh, away. Move away. Okay. Yeah, I, I because, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a smart aleck. I, I take one step and I say, okay, your turn. <laughs> it tilts its head briefly. Uh, apparently, decides that you did obey. So, uh, <laughs> this is the control unit for Eran, the artificial attachment node. Wait, okay. so, okay, all right, hold on. That that explained everything and absolutely nothing. So, <laughs> what is Aaron? It was an experiment and a, well, frankly, my master was angry with her former employers and wished to take vengeance on them. So she set up the Aaron to draw them here so that she could enter the loop facility and Retrieve the research that was taken from her. Mind control research? I do not know exactly what research she was doing, but that seems like a logical conclusion. When she gets her, her stuff, is she going to turn it off? Is everyone going to go back to normal? Theoretically, they would. However, she seems to have been ensnared by her own device. Is your master down in that group of people? Ah, crap baskets. Yes, yes, she is. I'm quite worried about her. So if we, what if we turned this ecosphere off? Would that stop the mind control? Uh, no, unfortunately, it would just lock it in its current state. As far as I know, the only way to shut it down will be to turn off the power at its source. Uh, I warn you not to try to disconnect the ecosphere from the Aeron without doing so. And, and see, boys and girls, this is why we don't cut wires. <laughs> Can you tell us where the source is? It is down in the service tunnels below. I can show you the hatch, but I do not know how to open it. 
And I must warn you that my master has placed two dangerous robots in the chamber to guard it. Dangerous like you or more dangerous? No offense. No offense. Well, you are very scary. But I just want to know what, what, what we might be dealing with. He, he clamps a little bit and uh, some very bright sparks appear between the tines on his, his clamper. Probably equally dangerous, but less reasonable than me. Fair. Can you give us just a moment to talk, sir? Of course. Please do not approach the echo sphere. No, I just yeah. I want to talk to my mates. Yeah, just jump. Be right back. Okay, guys. Can we get in there? Can he get us in there like he's taken us prisoner? Ooh. And and will will he help us get through if if we can we get past those other guys if if he's in can I'm air quoting here. My fingers are doing the thing if he's <laughs> if he's got us in control. We gotta get to the power source, guys. I I agree and I hear ya, but are we sure we can trust him? Well here's the question. Well we gotta also figure out a way to get past the other two robots. Okay, he can help us with that, right? Like like he I don't think he's gonna. I don't know, man. I mean, if uh, he's not hurt us so far, right? He hasn't killed us yet, but he also hasn't really helped us yet, besides just answering questions. But, like, if we were his prisoners, air quotes, air quotes, air quotes, Mm -hmm. could we get in that way? And if if he freaks out on us, we'll just run. Okay. I like having a backup plan. Okay. For when for for when everything goes to crap, because everything will go to crap. <laughs> that is the nature of the universe. If anything, if trust me, if if if, if all the times I have been in detention, I have been in trouble and had and and, and and almost arrested, have taught me everything will go to crap. Okay, I really need all to right, make Billy. better life choices. That is dawning on me. <laughs> Billy, he you you. Will you talk to him? You you seem to have a rapport with him. I will, will you will you talk with him? I will do my best. <laughs> but uh, side note, Brian. Yes. Do you happen to rem- do you happen to remember when the first year was that Super Soakers came out? Not off the top <laughs> of my head. No. I'm trying to remember if those were a 1980s item or not. If they, if they didn't come out till like 90. I imagine okay. they were because. I know that I was jealous of my friend who had one, and that was before I moved to okay. the west side of Wichita. 1989. Oh, heck to the that count. Heck to the that counts. Okay, can we can we get a picture of of uh, of of of, uh, of Robo Smiley again? Robo Smiley is here. So you notice that he's wearing Did that a rain hat and a raincoat. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this? It's true. Yeah. Okay. Methinks yes. that whoever built these did not make them 100% waterproof. And let's be honest, this is the 80s. Waterproof robots really didn't come around until about 95, 96. Um, according to Geek Lore. Um, <laughs> where are you getting all this information? Are you a time traveler, dude? <laughs> Do you know about Bill and Ted? <laughs> My name is Rufus. Come with me if you want to live. 
I've got your I've, <laughs> I've got your R two unit, and I'm here with Mister Spock. Please, gentlemen, if you are finished with your so, deliberations. Okay. Um, what was your name again? It is so kind of you to ask. My name is Isaac, and you are. Um, I'm Billy. I am pleased to meet you, Billy. And these are my friends. It's Jomar, and that's Cody. Hi. Hi. Hello, Jomar. Hello, Cody. It is good to make your acquaintance. Uh, so, so Isaac, can I ask you a question? Of course. You, you want to save your master, right? That is correct. But the other two robots that are down there in the in the tunnels, they're not as bright as you, are they? In my opinion, no, not nearly so. Would they be willing to help us to save your master as well, or would are they just all uh, are they just going to go all Terminator on us? Well, I do not know precisely what you mean by go all Terminator. However, they have been given directives to protect the power cable to the Aeron, and I do not believe anything could be said to persuade them not to do so. Okay. And one, once more real quickly, your ma- what is your master's name? Is he willing to tell you that? I don't know. Come on, we're empathizing, dude. We're empathizing. <laughs> uh, yes, he says that her name is uh, Lena Peterson. I guess I could show you her picture, too, since you've seen her. Shh. That was later with the yin yang. Oh, that one. Now, Isaac, your master, Lena, you said that she was fired from the loop? Yes, that is my understanding. Hey, I get that, dude. My dad was fired from the loop, too. It sucks. But why is she trying to... What's so important about what she was doing that she had to to do this, to cause so much trouble to try to get her... what what. It, Whatever it was she was working on back. Hmm. Well, if I am being completely truthful, she has a bit of an ego problem. Uh, the word megalomaniacal comes to mind. <laughs> Wait a second. Isaac, did you ever explain how, it, how does kidnapping all these people help her get her research back out of the loop? Well, I believe the plan was... As soon as the Aran had drawn all of the guards and scientists away from the loop facility, she would simply walk in and take what she wanted. Makes sense. Wait a minute. Does okay? Cool. Hmm. Does this only work on adults, or does it work on kids too, or will it work on kids? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> Based on the schematics I've seen, it appears to affect the brain in such a way that only adults, people whose Mental processes have developed to a certain point will be affected. Is it is the 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 area that this is effect, that it's affecting people? Is it getting bigger? I do not have any data on that. Okay, why were some of them starting to look? Um, why were they starting to look violent? Why were they looking like they wanted to fight each other or other things? Well, the area of the brain that the device stimulates is in the limbic system and. That is also in control of the more primitive aspects of the human psyche. I believe that as the influence of the device grows, people will lose more and more of their cognitive functions and revert to a more primitive bestial state. I looked to my two friends. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That sentence bored me so much I almost passed out. 
Are you familiar yeah. with the work of the anthropologist Mr. Broca? Oh my god, I'm almost <laughs> peeing myself. I'm so bored. I think I remember hearing it in class one time, but I'm not sure. Now I have to actually look that up so I get his name right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Paul Broca. So I'm getting a I'm getting a little antsy just because of what I've seen and where we are. And so I'm going to kind of break in just a minute, not, not to offend Billy, but I just, Isaac, will you help us? I will do what I can within the limits of my directives. Fair enough. So here's another question. Do we go down there with what we got or do we try to stock up on something more? If the power source is part of the loop, maybe there's a way to shut it off from the part of the loop that isn't guarded by robots. Good point. Yeah. Once enough guards come out. Good point. Does Isaac, does Isaac know that? I don't know enough about the loop to say for sure. My mm. dad might, or he might be able to get us in. See, Isaac breaks in and says, at the rate the Aran is pulling in people, I believe that it would be very risky to wait for enough guards to be drawn away from the loop to infiltrate that way. By the time the way is clear, several of the adults may have died. Seems like your master's plan wasn't such a hot one after all. Yes, well, execution was never her strong point. Did she have any plan to prevent herself from being affected, or was that just another uh, not strong execution point? Evidently, she did not think it through. If you would like, I can show you that service hatch. I do not know how to open it, but you might be able to find a clue there. Yeah, well, okay. let's take yeah. a look, I guess. Let's go, guys. Thank you, Isaac. Uh, he leads you a little bit further north still uh, to this service hatch, which has a uh, a keypad on it, which will need uh, a combination entered in, of some kind. The hatch is very, very sturdy. You're not going to be able to get it open by beating it with a baseball bat or anything. Okay. He says, as far as I know... The only people who can open this hatch are service engineers with the loop. So would we tinker or calculate? Uh, Give me contact rolls. Contact. Okay. If only I had been arrested instead of Mogu. Man. (laughs) Contact. (sighs) Cody, surprisingly. Oh, wow. You happen to know that... uh, Actually, let me see, because you get a bonus for having two. Wow. I do like that. Here's the contact uh, bonus effects. You may choose one of those. Uh, I'll choose that they know something important. Okay. So you happen to know that your dad uh, went out for drinks one time with a service engineer from work by the name of... Mike something, Mike Warren, I think. And uh, he might know something about uh, how to get get in through this hatch. You're not entirely certain why you remember that he was a service engineer, but you did. All right, I'll take it. So I'm going to rush you forward a little bit and assume that you go back down to the south and find a phone book. Yep. So that you can look up Mike Warren's address. Man, I hope I hope he's not there yet. <laughs> Do we go with Cody? I was assuming you do. Do you have a reason yes. not to? Nope. 
So you arrive at Mike Warren's house. All right. And you get there, and what do you do? I'm going to go ahead and start pounding on the door. All right. So where's the front door from here? There's the front door. Cody's pounding on it and not having any results. I'm going to uh, walk around the house and uh, once again, uh, peek in some windows. Okay. So you can see into the kitchen and you can see into the bathroom. I'm going to go around the other side of the corner and see if I can see a window or a door. Okay. Uh, There is another door over here around that side. Uh, And so you can see in through the the window into the stairwell and you can see in the the side door uh, is glass and a screen so you can see down the hallway. And then if uh, Billy goes around the back, he can reveal the living room and family room and you don't see anybody on the ground floor at all. No, 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 no. All right. I'm going to come back around to where Cody is. All right. Do you want to try and get in? Do you see anything, Jomar? I, I could see down a hallway, and it looks like there's a, a, a room immediately to the left, and then further down, there's a, a to the left, there's a little bathroom, and then to the right, about halfway down the hallway, there looks like there's some type of opening, um, but I can't. I, di- I didn't go around to, to see what what's on the other side. Maybe maybe a couple more rooms, but I did not see any people or any movement in there. I'm not sure if anybody's home. Did you see a better way to get in? Well, there's another door over here. I didn't try it. There is another door over here on the on the right hand side of the that we might be able to to see if if you want to like to see if it opens up. Um, I'm at the uh, window of the family room and I'm just seeing if it's open. It is not. And I should also mention uh, this is a very well maintained, meticulously de- decorated house. So let me ask, um, let me ask Cody, Cody, did you want to go around the house and let me show you that door? Yeah, we have to find a way to get in. We have to figure out what this guy knows. All right, let's go around this way. You notice that uh, the doors all have kind of fancy keypads on them. You think that this place has a, an alarm and it Uh, looks really high tech. uh, And once again, it would be really great if Mogu were here. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I could take a chance. I could take a chance with program or Tinker. I've got one in Tinker. But... With Tinker, you could probably jimmy the lock, but that might set off the alarm. You wouldn't yep. do anything for that. Yep. I don't have anything in program. So... All right, I am back. Apologize for that. I had to help get my boys into bed. So, are we dead yet? <laughs> Not nope. yet. So, all right. So, in. Billy, Let's try harder. But... Go ahead. Go ahead, Cody. They've. We need to get in there, but there's a. It looks like quite a security system he's got set up, and if we get, if we have to deal with the police again, I I, I think um, we're out of time. What makes you think that any police are left in town? Well, I guess we can hope we get lucky. Okay, is so we've confirmed the door is locked. The door is locked and alarmed. All right. Um, hey, uh, Joe Mark, the baseball bat for a second. Yep. Here you go, man. <laughs> Thanks. Walk on. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over here to the uh, to the living room window, and we're just gonna just gonna bust that right in. All right. 
I'm going to walk back here and say, and just very nonchalantly. Thanks, man. Here you go. Cool. <laughs> Rock on, dude. Um, now, actually, and based on ahead, what I know about alarm systems, <laughs> just breaking the window won't set it off. No, because I have not lifted up the contact <laughs> from the frame, which is how which is how nineteen right. eighties uh, alarm systems work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess they wouldn't have the right. conducting glass thing going on, right? I, I don't nope. know. Come on, Cody, we're going to follow him. <laughs> so skidoosh. All right. All right. So then, you're in the living room, and uh, so Billy, how do you know much so much about house alarm systems? That's not important. <laughs> Let's not worry about who knows what about what. So you hear a uh, a voice faintly from upstairs. Someone oh, says, no. "Sandy, Sandy, what was that? Did you drop a plate?" Um. Yes, my. <laughs> Maybe maybe I should try knocking on the door again. <laughs> I really feel like crap right now. <laughs> By the way, the room that you're in is uh appears to be actually set up as an office. Uh okay. there's a large number of drawings, electrical diagrams, and books about the, the loop here. And if you poke your head into the family room, uh it's got a lot of uh uh it's actually got a lot of posters of the Jackson five. Uh, there's a really right. nice stereo and a lot of records here. Wow. Time has not been kind to Tito. <laughs> I don't know, guys, I'm feeling pretty bad. I'm, I'm preparing to move to knock on the inside of the front door. So when you knock, you hear that voice again, you can hear it a little bit uh, louder now, since you're near the stairs, Sandy, Sandy, somebody's at the door. Can you get the door, please? Sandy's not here. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to freak her out. Uh, Next, tell her that there is no Sandy, only Zool. It's actually a man's voice. Who's that? Are you a burglar? I'm calling the police. Um, we need... No, we need surprise, your help. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm jumping up in the hallway here with... Uh, don't take the baseball bat. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> we're, Please help we're us. We're not here for any trouble, sir. We just need Al help. Alex, is that you? Did you come over to play? I'm, I'm a friend of Alex, and and he said that, that you would be able to help us if I came over and, and asked you. I'm upstairs in my room. What do we do, guys? Should we just go upstairs, I guess? Be Jomar, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have my bat ready. Sorry. I mean, we already broke into his house. <laughs> we already broke into his house. Let's go up there and rough him up a little. I mean, like, hey, <laughs> okay. let's just, you know, let's just make a day of it. All right, I'm heading up the stairs. Okay. I'll follow behind Jomar. If and uh, just yeah. <laughs> you get up to the top, and uh, there's a hallway over here. Okay. Peek around the corner for me, Jomar. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's two doorways down the hall on the right. Or on the left, I'm sorry. Alright, so then you can see this door is open and there's a bedroom there, and you can hear rustling in that room. Did you say you were Alex's friends? Yes. Yes. Um Yes. From from school. I'm gonna inch forward pushing 
pushing these guys a little bit from behind. <laughs> Who's like, over there? Like, dude, what the heck? Stop it. You can see a little bit more. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to just slowest home. I'm going to step into the hall and uh, into the doorway. <laughs> so there is a guy in his pajamas lying in bed. There he is. And he's got uh, large burn marks all over his face and neck. Uh, it looks like they go down into his, uh, into his pajamas. He, he says, I don't, I don't know you. You're burglars. Get out of here. Sir, sir, we're not burglars. We're, we're friends okay? of Alex's. We're not burglars. Yeah. If, if, we're, if we weren't friends of Alex's, why, why would we be here? Right. Right. You're right. Hey, you want to ride bikes? Actually, right now, it's not sounding like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, we. Yeah, I like bikes. We, we, we like bikes. So then give me a charm roll. Good night. Well, uh, once again, for some reason, Billy is the charming one of the group. <laughs> As if. <laughs> try, try, try not to be jealous, gentlemen, please. Diminishes you all. Uh, so, uh, this guy obviously has uh, something wrong in the gourd, uh, but he seems to have accepted the uh, notion that you're his friends. Great. So, um, we're trying to we're we're. Gosh, I almost slipped into the Blues Brothers. We're on a mission from God. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're trying to. What was his? What was his? Alex. What was his? Alex. We're trying to help. Alex and some others, but in order to do that, we need to know how to turn off the power to part of the loop. Do you know anything? You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Uh, well, turning off the power to the loop is a is a pretty big thing. I mean, that's powered by the graviton. Uh, but uh, I I'm just a service service maintenance engineer i'm I, I take care of all the service tunnels in the northern part service tunnels you said you yep you wouldn't happen to have a map of the service tunnels would you oh yeah 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 uh hand me that stack of papers over there on the dresser i do so he spreads out a big blueprint says see this is the area that i'm in charge of and see this is how i get down that's the service hatch and he points to a spot that looks like it's probably close to the service hatch that you've already seen. He says, and see, it goes all the way down here under the loop and over the loop. And, and there's, there's, there's maintenance tunnels. And I take care of all of that. There's all How kinds of cool security clearance. <laughs> well, remember he's uh very injured and probably maybe has brain damage. Oh, I see. <laughs> this wasn't his existing condition. No. That makes sense. He says, yeah. yeah, there was a yeah. conduit explosion and I got hurt real bad. And where is Sandy? She's my nurse. She's supposed to be here. We we well, think that, that she's with Alex, maybe. Yeah. So the thing that we're, we're going to help Alex, we're going to help Sandy, too. So she's going to come back as, as soon as possible. Oh, that's that's good, because I want some macaroni. Gotcha. Of course. Um, do you, okay. Hey, man have have you have you had anything to eat yet today? No, I'm pretty hungry. Okay. I'm gonna take that cue and run down to the kitchen real quick. That that's exactly what I was about to do, okay. man. Good on you. 
Good well, on you. I, I, D- Billy, ask him about the hatch, how to get in the hatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, man. Right, man. So um, to get to the service tunnels, I, I, I assume that there's going to have to be like some type of a door or a hatch to get down into them. Yep. Yep. There's a hatch. And then you go down the ladder and then you're in the tunnels and you got to be careful because there's like rats and stuff down there. Okay. Uh, now, now, is it hard to get in the hatch or is that pretty easy? Oh, yeah. It's super hard. There's a code and everything. Oh, man. Did you have the code? Like, were you one of those important people who had the code? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to I gotta go through the hatch all the time. I'm a service engineer. Oh, so what what, what, what's, what code did they give service engineers? Uh, he rattles off a six-digit code pretty fast. He's obviously uh, not lost that bit of information from his in his brain damage. I'm assuming that he's rattled it off enough so that we can remember it without actually having to create it. Uh, yeah, if you... Uh, Nab a pencil and write it down. Cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got lots of pencils in this room. Gotcha. Hey, is there is there anything um so so once we get through the tunnels and we get to the the cyclotron, um uh the the thing that power the graviton. Yes, the megatron, what you said. Um <laughs> how uh, I I'm 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 hoping that there's just like a big red button or a lever that you can pull to uh to shut it down for a while. Uh, well, no, you can't shut down the Graviton. I mean, that runs everything. Oh. What if we, okay, here's the question. Do you know the building marked, um, A-R-A-N? Uh, no. Okay. I may have missed this part while I was taking care of Kate's guys because I'm running out of questions to ask. Like, what <laughs> What part are we trying to shut down? The power to the, to the ecosphere. To the ecosphere. Yeah. Okay, hey. Um, what do you know? I, I, of course, being service engineer guy, um, I'm sure you got called on to service the echospheres too, right? Oh yeah. Those things, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not really sure what they're, what they do or what they're for. Uh, every once in a while I open them up and, and fix something or other, but I don't even know if I did it right. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I know you absolutely did, man. But listen, um, if we wanted to turn the power off to the echospheres, how do we do that? Is there like a breaker box uh, or something? Yeah, yeah. There's some some control stations down there that usually the see the the gravitons connected to the loop, and then the control stations connect the echo spheres to the loop's power uh, matrix. And he goes on and on for a little while, and, all kinds of uh, technical stuff. And he's pointing at, at things on the diagrams. And while he's so, talking, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up behind the guys and go up near him. I found some cheese and crackers and a and a can of soda pop, and and so I'm I'm gonna hand that to him. All right, root beer. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lean over and ask, was there any Dr Pepper in the fridge? No. <laughs> Dang it, Coke. Uh, RC Cola or RC? I think I saw some RC. Dude, sweet. what about Shasta? Was there any Shasta? No, there was some Tab. <laughs> there was. Oh, I'll, okay. I'm gonna snag an RC on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and by the way, Shasta was totally a an '80s drink, and Grape Shasta was the stuff. Yeah, it was that stuff was fantastic. Yes, that's my man right there. Yes, and I was trying to like like make you throw up on the floor because I said tab. <laughs> oh no, no, I definitely if, if video was on, you would have seen me dry heave. <laughs> and so I I looked for the macaroni just to let these guys know. I looked for the macaroni, couldn't find any macaroni, so that's all that I found that I could get to it. So. 
So, um, okay. So has he, has he, has anything he said like dawned on us about like a way to shut off power to the ecosphere in a way that is understandable for a bunch of, of, of kids? <laughs> How about you all give me comprehend rolls? Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Uh, yes. Day needs a new brain. Comprehend. No bonus effects other than additional information and a bonus die when you use the information. All right. Uh, so, Joe Moore, you figure that uh, if the Aeron isn't something that Mike knows about, if it's uh, equipment that Lena installed herself, and if it's connected to the power somehow, probably it's going to be a bit of a hatchet job. And all you'll really need to do is find the place where she spliced in and disconnect it there. At the point where you get to that place, remind me that you have a bonus die. And you've got pretty much all the information that Mike can give you. You know the code to the service hatch, you know where the service hatch is, and you know that somehow the Aaron is connected to it underground. This has been Episode 4 of the Quantum Childhood Actual Play Podcast, Grown Up Attraction, Part 1. The music for this episode is Plato's Cave by Al Ra, generously provided by the YouTube No Copyright Music Library. The Tales from the Loop RPG is based on the art of Simon Stallenhog and uses the Year Zero game engine. More episodes of Quantum Childhood and of the Geek at Arms podcast can be found at geekatarms.com. 